I looked at it, but it's all good. All good. Another episode here of the Fun Fans Podcast. I am your host, James Dillard. With me, as always, my co-host, Bailey Jackson, with his camera not working very well this evening. But we've got a much better uh, Jackson face on the screen this evening. Young Katie Jackson. How are the Jacksons doing this evening? Yeah. I'm good. I'm good, James. Maybe that, maybe that, maybe that little thing looks better than I do normally. So we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. We have the face for radio, but hey, it's all good. So, hey, welcome to another Wednesday night episode of the Fun Fans Podcast. We're going to get to the eyewitness. Katie is our eyewitness. It's like a news show. To, we're going to dive deeper into the gymnastics thing. She was there, but first, the fun fans are a proud part of the Fanboys Fangirls Sports Podcasting Network. If you're a true for, sports fan, the Fanboys Fangirls is perfect for you. Find various nationwide podcasts and other sports media at thefanboys.com and on all forms of social media. The Fun Fans Podcast is the official podcast for Clemson fans, and we love to eat at Ruben's. Bailey said he can't see our script oh, no. either this evening. I got it. 11028 Anderson Road in Piedmont. You got it memorized? 1053. Uh, did I miss it? 1083. It's 1083. Batesville Road in Greer, South Carolina, right near the airport, actually. That's right. So check them out at RubenC.com. Great wings, great food. Great times, a great place to eat for all uh, sports fans, especially Tiger fans. Tiger fans, the best wings, the fun fans. No, that was great. Uh, brought to you in part by Diamond X products. I promise that link is coming soon. Been talking to some Diamond X folks so we can give you that convenient link to order your stuff nice and conveniently and custom and Clemson from the personalized fun fan link with Dominic's products. All right, Katie. So you got to cheer at the very first ever Clemson gymnastics meet. Tell us just, and we could, we weren't there. We saw great pictures. We heard about all the hype. I mean, give us that firsthand experience. Well, there were over 8,000 people there, which is definitely a record for little John compared to basketball, even. Um, it was really fun marketing, I think did a really good job. They didn't really know what to expect. They've never done gymnastics meets before, obviously, but, um, they set it up. It was really fun. Um, we, okay. Now they did their little warm ups, and then they went into their locker rooms and the tiger twirlers had a performance. Excuse me. Um, and then we did a little performance. And then they came out, started the meet um, about halfway through. We went out and did another performance. Um, they just like halftime. Yeah, they found ways to keep it entertaining just while they were warming up or whatever they were doing. So it was fun. In, in, intermission. Yeah. Well, in, you know what I read? I read that's the they're ranked number nineteen in the country already. That yeah, was on my list. The point total is the highest. The highest point total for inaugural meet ever. 
for an inaugural gym ever. Meet, and they're already ranked number 19th in the country. And a bunch of them are like so number do, one, two, or uh, three in the ACC rankings too for nice. the different events for beam bar all that. So the gymnastics team is legit. It's not just a fun experience. So how did you get so was the full cheerleading squad there or did you get chosen as like because you're one of the seniors and leaders on the squad or what? Um I think our coach kind of did it um, based like on how we do basketball games. Um, there's a certain group that I always cheer basketball games with, but there were more of us at the gymnastics meet than there were at a normal basketball game. But we we're kind of on a rotation, so that's the next. That's the same group I'll do it with next time too. Gymnastics again? Yes. Or bas Okay, so you're y'all are doing basketball gymnastics. Well, they're gonna have to start sending y'all to the baseball games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't That'd know what we would do there. Especially so, when it's cold. Yeah. So the yeah. girls are, are doing – they're warming up. Was that like people are on – because when you do watch gymnastics, when they're doing their thing, you're definitely on the edge of your seat. Like you say, there's some downtime in between while you're waiting on the next uh, – not performer, but the next athlete, girl, or if it's boys' gymnastics – to go out on the floor, or get on the runway, or whatever. Was warm ups different? Was it just like everybody warming up everywhere, like yeah, chaos? Um, or they started. So since we were hosting the meet, every time a school, I think every time a school hosts the meet, they'll do their um, events in the order to where they end on the floor because the floor is supposed to be the most fun and the most like crowd involvement section of it. Um, so they started on the vault, um, and when they warm up, they'll they warm up everything, mm -hmm. and then they go into their locker room. And then they come out, and they have a four minute warm up period before each event starts. So we were on the vault, and then the other team was on the bars, and then we went to the bars. They went to the vault, and that's when the intermission happened. And then we went to the beam, and they were on the floor, and then we switched. Okay, so there was more than one girl out there doing something at a time. Yeah, it would kind of go us and then them and then us and then them until everybody went for that event, and then you switch, and then it went back and forth. But they were very, like, as soon as the judges were done scoring the person that went in the event before you, then you could start. So, like, Clemson had to wait until their first vault score was done before they could do their second vault, if that makes sense. Yeah, so – I can just imagine while the girls are on the, the vault or on the beam or as they're, I know when they're running, what, they, what is that, Bailey? They're going to run and hit the horse. Did you do gymnastics when you were like a little girl? Probably. I think I was like two. I don't remember yeah, much. She was. And the funny thing is her, her diaper helped her roll over the obstacles. <laughs> that's, hey, that's, yeah, was, that's like cheating. I was there. It's physics. So the one where they just take off running towards the, I think it's called a horse and they got the little springboard thing and they just whatever they do. That's the one cause they're running as fast as they can. And for those two and a half seconds, I mean, you're just on the edge of your seat and, and really you're kind of the vault. Okay. So, could you feel the crowd? I mean, is that what it was like? That's what it, I think it would be like. That's what it's like on TV. Yeah, you, you watch the Olympics. 
Yeah. <laughs> they have one free pass to where they can just, if they mess up their steps, just run straight by it. But then they, they have to do it the second time. So they have to make sure their steps are like completely right. That's mainly what they do when they warm up the second time for it. Just right. get the steps right. Um, but yeah, it was very, I didn't know that. My friend Devin that I cheer with, that was also there. She was kind of telling me the rules because she was a gymnastics or did gymnastics until like high school. Did she have assistance from her diaper when she was little? I don't know. Probably. She, was, she made it a lot longer than me. So I don't know. hopefully she was out of the diaper by the time she yeah. was still doing yeah. it. Okay. Awesome. Gymnastics, gymnastics was a gateway into cheerleading for Katie. Oh, yeah. without, I'm sure it was for a lot of kids. Okay. So, we we talked about how fun it was. Aren't they are are they hosting another one tonight? Is it tonight? The first ACC meet? Um, I think it is on Sunday. Okay, Sunday. So, and it's I'm pretty sure it's against Pitt. Yeah. And awesome. So, I hadn't looked at that schedule, but when we talk about some upcoming sports and stuff, we're going to get that on the list. So, moving right along. So. Miss Katie Jackson is going to stay on here with us and speak because she's at the basketball games and stuff as well. Did you stay up last night, Katie, and watch the double overtime game against uh, Georgia Tech? I did not. I had to wake up early this morning, but I do feel bad. I got several texts that it was not over until midnight, so I'm glad I was not there cheering. (laughs) Yeah, it went kind of late. Bailey, did you watch it? Every bit of it. Every bit of it so i kept waking up and then i in the, the, the morning time i woke up and dreamed that we lost because i just knew there was no way we were going to lose uh but we did so yeah yeah i mean we missed nine free throws we made three out of 21 three-pointers and ian shefflin cramped up the whole second half That's so the was, bottom line. was it three out of 21 or i, I saw like four out of we, 39 we have not shot the ball well it, the three out of 21 from the three-point line is are the stats right. and that is something Clemson's been doing had done well early in the year and they have not shot it well from deep since they went into this little slump and then they uncharacteristically missed nine free throws including one that would have won the game in regulation um so and then Shefflin who was playing lights out he cramped up the whole second half and it was he was really playing well and he had to keep going in and out in and out PJ had a good game, too. Georgia Tech made some plays. I mean, give them credit. They're a team that's already beaten Duke this year, uh, and I really think they're going to be good in the next couple years. So explain how they're supposedly one of the lower-tier teams when it comes to the – you've talked about this before. They've got categories, and you win this and lose that. How they judge getting into the dance. Aren't they like tier three or something? Probably, and, and up until last night, the only losses Clemson had were Tier 1. But those right. tiers can move. They can Correct. move their fluid throughout the year. So if a team gets in a slump, which every team does, um, uh, it goes up and down. It just does. So we're, we're hoping Georgia Tech is better than what they've shown shown early in the season to end up into Tier 3. So if they do better, that'll help us. But we got to do better. I mean, if we're going to – I heard we were a projected five seed, but that was before last night. But we won't be a projected five seed if we keep, like, if we go 50-50 here on out. Do you agree? Uh, I 
I doubt I, I would I would say it wouldn't go lower than a seven because of who they've already beaten this year. I mean, right. it's not you're not going to stay in a slump in a basketball season that where you play thirty games forever. It's just not going to happen. It's going to happen, and you hope it happens now versus when it did last year for Clemson. Every now, team goes into slump. Everything. So I was listening to – I was on my way back from the beach on Monday listening to some sports talk radio. Those guys were saying exactly what you said on here before, uh, like the past week or 10 days or so. All of the top teams lost two or three games out of the four or five or something, and they were interviewing Billis, uh, what's the, you know, the basketball – former basketball guy, commentator guy, uh, Jay – and uh, they were asking, is that normal? And he said, like what you said, it's like everybody, that happens to everybody. It's kind of odd that it happened to all of the top teams within like the same week or so. But he, he said exactly what you said. Every team goes through uh, something like that. But well, I can't even imagine, like I'm not, there's, as a former coach, there's only a couple things that I would have done differently last night as a coach. And it has nothing to do with missed shots or missed free throws or people getting hurt. Just a few things, and I'm certainly not qualified to even say this, and it bothers me that I'm saying it. We could have mixed up a little bit of defense. I don't. I, you're not going to ever get me to hate on the coaches because the people on Twitter or X or whatever it's called do a good enough job of that now, and frankly, they don't know what they're talking about. So I hope they're all listening to this. Um, and like, like everybody – of basketball, they've been practicing. If they yes. stayed on campus this summer, they've been practicing all summer with workouts. They've been lifting. Katie can tell you, cheerleading does it. They've right. been they've been in the gym since the middle of October, banging into each other. And now's the time of year where it you're tired. <laughs> you are. They are tired, and all everybody's in the same situation. So, and, and you know what? It doesn't get any easier Saturday at Florida State. Florida State's been playing better than they were projected. So, the ACC's pretty good, I think. Oh, the a- ACC, that was another thing they said. The ACC's legit on yeah. the show I was listening to. Serious XM College Sports. It's one of my favorite channels. So, Katie, what, what were your friends saying about the game, though, other than it went late? Was that it? Yeah, that's it. I haven't really talked to any of them since then, but uh, yeah. Georgia Tech hit some huge contested shots. I mean, uh, shots that you would go, those are very low percentage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the three that, that tied yeah, it to send it right. into that very first overtime, they is they didn't leave him wide open. Nope. They had a very- defender, you know, got up and ran, swatted past him or whatever you call that. Obviously, he didn't want to foul him. But uh, very low percentage shots, but they yeah. made them. You know, give them credit. It's like you say, you gotta, you know, missing the threes is one thing; it's bad enough. But you have to hit, you have to hit the free throws uh, down the stretch. Even I know that, and I'm, I mean, my experience in basketball is, uh, you're you hey. have to shoot thirty three percent from three point range because that equals fifty percent from two point range. Yeah. All right, and if you shoot over fifty percent for the game, you're doing pretty good. So thirty-three. Yeah, obviously, if you shoot forty, you are a great three-point shooting team. Forty percent right. is great. 
But so anyway, it is Correct. what it is. I watched the, you know, I'm not going to throw our team under the bus. We hit, we hit two out of uh, 21 threes last night. Well, we don't win that game. You can't. <laughs> right. And we'll do that against, we'll, we'll flip the script. Like you say, we could end up at Florida State this Saturday and it'd be, you know, us on the flip side of what we've seen in, during this slump. So you just right. never can't tell. All right. But speaking of, you know, let's just say there's another winter sport out there. And uh, I don't know. It is, it is a somehow or another, I don't know how they work it, but it's labeled or categorized as a Division Three club sport. Katie, did you know we had a hockey team? Yeah. Okay, so they play over here near where I live in Taylor's, which I don't live in Taylor's, but it's way closer than Clemson is to my house. But, and they only have two home games. I'm going to say home. They only have two home games left. One is on the 27th, so put that on your calendar. I'm kind of excited. I need to go see one of these games. And I'm not, I've kind of gotten into hockey a little bit, but you're talking about, it's almost win or lose is fun to watch because guys are pushing each other around and the puck sliding all over the place is very fast paced. But this right here, I think will be really, really cool. We are playing the Gamecocks in the Bon Secours arena, February 24th at 1 PM. I've got that on my calendar. I'm going to start saying that, Hey, that could, uh, rival. That could the, win the Palmetto Bowl. That could win, <laughs> yeah. And I think that could rival the Reedy River rivalry that we do in baseball like up here. So we just, and it's a Saturday, so we need to get to Jackson's over here. I think Whit wants to go. Yeah, yeah bring, I'll, take, I'll bring Whit. There we go. It's on Fun Fans up in the house at the formerly known as the Bilo Center. And then afterwards, big, big night in the Bilo Center one time. That's right. Ooh. Afterwards, I, I could see us ending up at Rubens afterwards. Whoop. Yes. Yes. All Katie, right. Katie, do you know any hockey players? No. There can't be that. I mean, how many people are on a hockey squad? I don't know. 30? I guess it's club. Anybody could be on it. I don't know. I just know they were selling their jerseys on campus one day last semester for like $150. I was about to say, them things right. expensive. But That's a... I That's Clover rule. AD money. I got a rule. Grown men should not wear jerseys. And I'm, got, yeah, I'm sticking to my gun on that one. That's Clover AD money right there. People give All me right. a hard time. So we're gonna we're gonna move on from Clemson Sports and we're we're gonna wrap it up here in a second. But you know, we advertise the show as you know, the fun fans, we give a lot of tips on here, top five tips, you know, some tips on how to do stuff. So this is how to handle the, that freezing cold weather like they had up in Buffalo. Look at that picture. That Y'all saw that, right? They're shoveling the snow. They spend like all, they had to delay the game. They delayed an NFL game. That's crazy. Well, they and couldn't get there safely. They were going to pay you $20 an hour to come shovel snow. I don't know if you can get there. You'd have yeah. to be the abominable snowman to get there at all. But yeah. we, So we have the fun fan how to survive the super cold NFL football games like they had in Buffalo. And uh, let me throw it up on the screen right here. It's real simple. Stay inside and watch that mess on TV. That's it. That's it. It's cold. It's too cold. Yeah. Stay inside 
And uh, that's when it's that cold. Now, a little snow, that could be fun. A little slipping and sliding, a little white stuff. But, uh, Katie, when, did you see the Kansas City game? Yeah. Uh, Tua, Witt was like, what? Tua doesn't even want to get out of his jacket. Like, because <laughs> he's a big Dolphins fan. But and Tua grew up in Hawaii, played college in Alabama, and now he plays pro in Miami. So he's never been where it was minus 30 wind chill. He's bone chilling. I don't blame him. Stay in the coat. Stay. I in just the know coat. that you couldn't see Taylor Swift through the window, so she had to open it up so she could see the game. Oh yeah, I mean, Swifty. You gotta. It's not worth her being there. People can't see her. That's right. right. Yeah, that's right. No such thing as bad PR. All right. Speaking of, how you say Tua's last name? Tugavailoa. All right. I, I, this is going to be a tease because we're going we're going to have another whole show on this stuff. But another thing them cats on the radio were talking about, it may have been a different time, was Tua's brother is at Maryland. Yeah. All right. So he tried to stay a, a sixth year or seventh year or whatever. And, of course, nobody's happy that they didn't allow him to do it. And I don't know why they didn't allow him to do it, but whatever. That's not the rant. Probably the rant 40. is <laughs> the rant is what this commentators, you listen to these guys, and these are the professionals. These are the ones that, that – you know, hundreds of thousands or all these people are listening and maybe they have influence. Maybe they don't. They definitely have something. And it's like, it's just, they're, they don't understand. They'll argue that, you know, college sports are messed up. NIL transfer portal. It's a mess, blah, blah, blah. But then they'll turn around and say it should have happened some kind of way because of money or something. So they were talking about the, the Maryland, to a Valoya, whatever his, whatever his last name is, and they were talking about, imagine how much money he lost. And I'm like, it ain't supposed to be about money, and he's going to be fine with money. He, it, it, The boy ain't going to ever starve. He's ne- he's always going to have a roof over his Yeah. I mean, if worst-case scenario, he ends up, you know, somebody's going to love to have him be the quarterback's coach at He'd be the overpaid quarterbacks coach at some high school somewhere, which is only attributed due to the fact of that he played college football. And, you know, so I, it, it, these athletes in college have always had, even, you know, Katie, for example, you've got a network of sisters and brothers from cheer, and that will pay dividends in the real world uh, one of these days. And so I just, I got, you hear these folks say stuff and it's like they're talking. I think they're talking out of both sides of their mouth, first of all, but that's for another show. That's a tease for another show because we do need an update on the NIL transfer portal because we need to reflect on how this thing's going uh, year in and year out. But for today, special thanks to our special guest, Katie Jackson. That's Bailey's daughter, by the way, in case anybody has been living under a rock and happening to listen to the show at the same time. Uh, but we appreciate you being under that rock and listening to the show each and every week. Don't forget to click subscribe on the fun fans podcast, YouTube channel, as well as your favorite <laughs> podcast platform. Follow us on social media and share, please on behalf of the fun fans podcast, J Thriller entertainment, the fanboys, fangirls podcast network, Ruben's food, sports, spirits, catering, diamond products, <laughs> Bailey Jackson and Katie Jackson. Yo, go Tigers. Katie, you got to say, say something to sign off. Go Tigers. And 
Love you, Dad. Sorry, yeah, love you, Dad. Day. Yeah, go, go Tigers. <laughs>